everybody, and welcome to MGS, the Movie and Game Show, a podcast where we talk about movies and games. My name is Dallin, and I'm excited today because for two two years, we've been watching a load of shite. But today, today is the day we move on to something good. I am joined, as always, by Scott. How are you? I'm good. Just find a little uh, Ethernet cable just... Just, just in case, just in case, just, just in case you need it, uh, yeah. which is nice. Uh, I'm good. I'm sitting on the floor, little legs crossed. At my Moved on tiny. to a new place. I'm in Kyoto, and I'm sitting on the floor, a little small desk, sitting on a little, a little poof, if you will. Yeah. Uh, little. I did, I took a video earlier of me because it's got a tatami mat, and I take my shoes off before I go on it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even though no one, no one would know if I was wearing shoes, but I, I don't like wearing my shoes. I bite the house anyway, so oh, yeah. I take them off at the entrance, right? So I would do that, Japan or not, you know. But then I had the Shenmue music over it, but the music didn't work, and it was oh. like Rio <laughs> walking up. The, I forgot about that stupid song. Oh man, walking around the house, sliding the doors. When I went to the the Shenmue area, I ha- I had the soundtrack on as I was Good. walking around because I needed it to be authentic. Um, I I didn't stay for very long because it was kind of one, it was hilly. Right, it was like God help these people. But like, <laughs> honest to God, like they don't have that in Shemu, do they? No, like, the hills are not there. Death stranding mechanics, trying to get up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also, I was just walking in people's kind of pretty much back gardens and like driveways because yeah. it was yeah. just very compact. <laughs> so it was just like this is just where people go about their day. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's nice to have a film that. Actually, actually, is like saying something. It's like right? a fi- I, get, I, I just kept thinking, and I was like, "Oh, this is like a proper film." Like, this is like a proper <laughs> film. Because, do you know what? I like we've had it doubly bad. Because, like, a lot of the times you're just you're watching your Marvel films and you're getting ready for the next one, right? Or your whatever, all these like big blockbuster ones. Or we're watching these shite video game ones. For, so for like a really long time, like people who are like, "Oh, I'm on the Lost Quantum Mania," like, "Oh, that's you know, that's like a two out of ten. It's like. No, it's not. You have you've no not, idea. You've not seen a two out of ten. No, but even that film is not like. I wouldn't say it's like cinema. You know, it's not. No, like, no. It's not an avant-garde piece of work, is it? Uh, so it's just nice to just watch something. And I, I remember there was a time last year where it was like I saw like a load of shiters back to back, and then I think I watched like. I think I watched like the Batman and Dune, like, mm. one day after each other, and it was just like, these are just actual, like, films. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. These are proper. <laughs> it's not like, this isn't Hitman Agent 47 at all, you know? Or, well, see, and, that, and that that's the funny thing, like, even with the ones we watch, like, when you talk about a 2 out of 10, like, to be honest, like, of the, what, almost 50 movies that we watch, like, there were probably, what, five that were th- three or two no, no, no. You don't <laughs> no. think so? I think there are more than that, yeah. Because we have, I mean, more. we have, like, the gunk category, but to me, it's, like, a two. That's, like, that's, like, tech into Silent Hill to, like, right. the, okay, real, the, the real, the real shite. The real shite. Tekken 2. Yeah. Doom Annihilation. Silent Hill. Yes. Wing Commander. See, I'd pro- see. This is where I'd go. Like we're we're in three point five already. <laughs> three point five. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then Dynasty Warriors. That's like a four point two four. Yeah, something it? like yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Hitman Agent. Yeah, mi- yeah. Like Dynasty Warriors. Hitman. Like 
that's where we that's where we go from like dynasty warriors was bad wing commander was bad but the other ones like those are like worst movies i have ever seen category right like yeah yeah pretty bad uh you're actually lucky because on the japanese netflix they've got all the resident evil films so i could (laughs) have and they don't at home we don't have those on there so you're like we could have been watching those no we we need we need something (laughs) we need something to look forward to here so we are doing we're moving on we are doing the jordan peele cinematic universe and when i say that i mean the movies that he's made (laughs) not only the jordan peele cinematic universe it's the jordan peele henry selleck cinematic universe something like that we've (laughs) well so we've managed to make a film that's actually a film it's not like it's not a franchise. It's not a universe. It's not a multiverse. But we've somehow we've tried to we've tried to make it work like that. So we? I think I think this That's is our what we'll, little joke. Yeah. That's our joke that we've invented. It is. So we've done in the past. We have done um, Coraline, right? Mm-hmm. And we've done the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. So all that's left for us is James and the Giant Peach, and then we have Wendelin Wild, which is. Henry Selleck and Jordan Peele. So I think we should do the Jordan Peels, James and the Giant Peach, and then meet in the middle at the end for when a little while. You're forgetting one. You're forgetting one. Oh, what am I forgetting? There's a film you'll love this called Monkey Bone. 2001, starring Brendan Fraser. I don't know if I've even heard of this actually. Let me okay. read the description. A carefree cartoonist is involved in a freak accident and becomes trapped in a nightmarish world at the mercy of his creations. And it does have stop motion and stuff in it. Look at this. Look at Brendan Fraser. He's, he's with a monkey. He's got a blue jacket on. Bridget Fonda. The monkey's right. on a chainsaw. Fair enough. I had no idea this was... A, I had it's no a idea. fucking Roger Rabbit. All right. Cool. Cool. So... That looks 20% as, on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so so as, as, as strange as the idea seems, yeah, it's like... We just want to watch the films. We just want to watch <laughs> the just, movies. We just want to watch the good, get some good films. I mean, we, we really could... what we want to, we just want to watch Wendell, Wendell and Wild. Yeah. And we feel like the connection is Jordan Peele and Henry Selleck. Right? I think the that fact that we've already done two of the Henry Selleck ones and have really enjoyed those, like, yeah. you know, it's it's there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. That's uh, that's our very tenuous here. link between these yeah. very different types of films. And you know, they're, the Henry Selleck ones, they're creepy. He likes horror too, he does, right? Yeah. You know, he's he was animator on uh, Black Cauldron, right? So yeah. he's in Disney's dark period as well. Yes, he, he is. Probably where he met Tim Burton, right? So, but we're not talking about that. No. We're talking about Get Out. Yes. Right? So, Get Out is a 2017 American psychological horror film written, co-produced, and directed by Jordan Peele in his directorial debut. The plot follows a young black man, Chris, Daniel Kaluuya, who uncovers shocking secrets when he meets the family of his white girlfriend, Rose, Alison Williams. Get Out premiered at the Sundance Film Festival on 23rd of January, 2017, and was theatrically released in the United States on the on February 24, 2017, by Universal Pictures. The film received critical acclaim for its screenplay, direction, acting, and social critiques. It was a major commercial success, grossing $255 million worldwide on a $4.5 million budget. I was going to say, that is really good for a, a small horror film. That's Fucking amazing. Hell. It was chosen by the National Board of Review and the American Film Institute and Time 
magazine as one of the top ten films of the year. Peel won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay at the 90th Academy Awards. Is this the first uh, Oscar winner that we've talked about? (laughs) (laughs) Or even just nominee? (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Uh, so it also got additional nominations for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor for Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, it also earned five nominations at the 23rd Critics' Choice Awards, and two at the 75th Golden Globes Awards, and two at the 71st British Academy Film Awards. Get Out has been cited by critics as one of the best films of the 2010s and of the 21st century. It's a straightforward message from the film to its protagonist. Chris, a black man whose visit to his girlfriend's parent house quickly turns into a nightmare of suburban racism. Unlike your average clueless horror protagonist, Chris is aware as to what's happening to him. Get Out ingeniously uses common horror tropes to reveal truths about how pernicious racism is in the world. It doesn't walk back any of its condemnations by inserting a quote-unquote white saviour or making Mm -hmm. overtures to pacifism and tolerance. No, in this film... White society is a conscious purveyor of evil, and Chris must remain alert to its benevolent racism. He has, he has to in order to survive. With Get Out, writer-director Peel doesn't just present a standard horror film with a black protagonist. He's not just subverting the hoary black guy always dies first trope. What Peel is doing is much more elaborate and complex. Get Out is a movie laden with standard horror tropes, creepy suburban artifice, attempts to gaslight the protagonist, mind control, bizarre medical equipment, experiments, you name it. What keeps those tropes from being wrote is the Peel uses the modes of horror to make viewers feel what daily life is like for black, real black men and women. Finally, a film that has something to say, and a film that can actually be analyzed critically. <laughs> I, unheard of. Unheard like of on this podcast. Like, just think about like all those video game films. Like, what, like we, know, we know the we know what the plot is, right? Because yeah. we, we do, do the plot every every time, right? Yeah. But, yeah. like, what is, like... What's the narrative of, like... I don't know. Like, Silent Hill Revelation. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, going on honestly. there? What's that about? What's the, like, the sub... Is there subtext in it? No, there's nothing. There's nothing. And we and and, and that's why we talked about Creed, that, like... like like, that's why we said like when, when we did something. the last of us when we did those episodes that and that was another time we were like oh wow this is nice to watch something that has something to say other than than this than this than this you know what no, i mean it's just, like assassin's creed really wants there to be something oh. to say about i don't know high technology works yeah. or some high corporations are ruling the world in the background but it's all just surface level bullshit isn't it it is it is and this one is not surface level at all so did you like it yeah I was I mean I think one of the most impressive things to me about the movie is that you know it is it is tropey and it's funny in that way right like using some of those like loud musical stingers (laughs) to make moments scary that otherwise wouldn't be right but like and that's and that's why you know people describe it as a horror comedy a little bit, right? Like that 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 first bit um, when you see uh, what's the 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 woman's name, the, the servant there, where she's like walks like across the hallway or whatever, and has like that really loud punch of strings, and it's it is quite startling. Yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> scary. That's not scary, but you've done it, so that's okay. Like. Um, but the most impressive thing to me is that it sticks the landing when the weird stuff happens, right? Yes. Like, the, 
I, I just remember from the trailers and the marketing, like, the, you know, it was clear what the movie is going to be about from the jump, right? That it's going to be about this black guy in a very white society and <clears throat> and the horrors of that. But that we get to this, we get a little bit of the supernatural twist, right? Mm. And, or not supernatural, but, you know, it's we get to your X-Files bit, right? Where we see yeah. there's there's more than something's going on. Yeah. More than just you know bad, <laughs> right? But it it works and it really it really sticks the landing. And I think that one of the things that makes it work so well is Peel's like unique visual style as well. Like some of those shots, man. Like when he's first being hypnotized. Fuck. That's an iconic shot as well. That's like, that's like, what I. That I feel like I, yeah, that's the only thing that like I, I knew it was about Reyes. I, I don't think I'd seen any of the marketing or anything for mm. apart from just his face, just this like that utter that like, terror. Yes, right. Yeah, and like like that is such a compelling shot, and you see it when he's when he goes to the deer that's been hit by the car, and he's yeah. looking at the deer's eye, looking up at him, and his face is that that freeze frame yeah. almost. Yeah, and then that's just his continuous reaction to everything yeah because of this treatment throughout the rest of the film and i think that's like see there's connections there's like actual like i know someone's actual like, imagery going on here i know right? <laughs> uh all right let me start start the plot yeah let's do it let's do okay. it <clears throat> this song at the start what's it called do you know what that do you remember what it's called uh no i don't opening credits Mm-mm. it's a banger Okay. It actually, it actually was. Uh, yeah, no, no, you're right. Sorry, I was going to try to look it up here, but no. Um, I can't find it. You you look it up after and then put it. In. Yeah. Uh, so we start off here, and we've got Andre, right? Uh, he's walking alone, and this is our this is our very self aware, our first very self aware character, right? He's walking alone at night in the suburban area sports car pulls up behind him and he's immediately like, no, no, this ain't me, right? I'm out of here. <laughs> Turns around, walks away, but unfortunately someone gets out, ganks him, drags him into the, uh, into the car, and that's it. That's the first scene. Um, Sets it up well. It does. It, I, it I was would say even more prescient in the ensuing years, right? Absolutely, yeah. Since all of the stuff in twenty twenty, yeah, 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 especially with the police brutality and all that sort of thing as well. Like it feels like continuous showing that this is this is the experience of black people. Totally, it's, it's always been like this, and it will probably always be like this unless massive changes happen, right? And so mm-hmm. it, it like continues to be very prescient. Yeah, and this is one of those great scenes where. It does, honestly, at least it did for me, like, take a minute to realize who this was later in the film. Like, it didn't cl- it didn't click for me until um, Chris's friend is actually, oh, that's Dre, that's Andre. And I was like, oh, it is. And then the car and the whole thing. And I was like, ah, I'm dumb. I'm a dumb. That's right. Right? Big old dumb dumb. Um, like yes. Like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. We've got Chris. He's getting ready. And Rose uh, shows up at his house. How do we feel about Daniel Kaluuya's uh, performance in this film? Phenomenal. 
unbelievable. Phenomenal accent as well. Really, really good. Really Sound good. Because yes. I've actually only heard him with an English accent. Yeah. He's in... And it's I not think, a, It's not like a little English accent. Oh, no, he's very... He must be from London. Yeah. He's very, very... Uh, um, I, and I... So, he's... I think the... I, I saw him in Black Mirror. I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's the one where it's kind of like a, a game show and you kind of like... You live in a little box, and then people vote for you to do things and stuff mm. like that. It's something like that, right? And I think that he got this role based on that performance. Oh, okay. Because it was kind of unsettling, and I think it was also to do with race as well. Um, I think he was kind of. It kind of felt like he was like the token black person on this like dystopian TV show or something. Yeah. Uh, and then he's in he's in Black Panther. Yeah. Right? He's also Spider Punk. Oh, that's right. I for, yeah, that's right. Very, uh, yeah. very, very good. Very, very yeah. good. Um, I've, so I, I have never seen anybody on film doing a better, like, that's not on face than this because, whole this whole movie. Because he's entirely self-aware throughout the whole he thing. He is. Like, he's, he's like, like from nah, the very man, beginning, this is, this... he's like, no, nah, I don't want to go here. I nah. don't want to do this. This is a bad idea. Are you sure you want me to go yeah. with yeah. you to your parents' house? Right. And it's not. But he's also like, when she's she's talking to him later, Rose is talking to him, and then she's like, "Why, are, like, why are you so calm right now?" And he's just kind of like, "I don't know what is it." Kind of like he's like used to this type of thing. Yeah, like this yeah, is just exactly. like his everyday life. So yeah. it's just like he's like, "It's day, weird," but like, yeah, you're, you're racist. You know? I knew it. I knew it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, 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 let's talk about now. I actually no, we'll say it. We'll say it. We'll All right. Make sure I don't miss it whenever we talk. It's funny, but I want to talk about it. I think it's right at the end, yeah. All right, all right. So she comes over, and yeah, this is where... They're they're off to meet her family, and he's like, Hey, have you told them that I'm black? You know, you said you're the first black guy, or I'm the first black guy that you've ever dated. Seems like something that they should be aware of. She's like, it's fine. You know, my dad would vote for Obama a third time if he could, and he'll tell you all about it, and it'll be super annoying, but... You know they're not they're not racist. It'll be absolutely fine. They're good. Famous people. last words, right? <laughs> and he's like, "All right, all right, so let's do it, right?" No, I'm um, glad about you. Hmm. I'm really glad that they left the dog behind. Yes, that would have been uh, not. Yeah. Uh, not good, and it? Uh, his friend Rod, yes, also smartly leaves the dog behind. Yes, he does. Doesn't bring the dog with him, right? No. And, and then I was typing in my notes, I was like, famous last words from me, but they left the dog behind, oh, something will happen where the dog has to go. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs get killed all the fucking time in horror films, don't they? They, do. they love They love killing the dog as, like, the first little... That's the, like, some, yeah. Something's wrong, something's gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, buddy, buddy died, buddy's yeah. dead. Ripped to shreds on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah. Know, something like that, yeah. So I'm glad. It was just like, that's another subverting a horror movie trope. Yeah. Animal doesn't die. Makes Animal's just behind. getting rubbed by Rod for a week or whatever. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so they drop off the dog uh, with Rod here, and they're on their, they're on their way. Um, we get a bit here about Chris wanting a cigarette, um, but Rose takes it, breaks it, and throws it out the window. Uh, she says her parents would hate if oh, they found out that he's a smoker, right? Fucking Steve Jobs-ass fucking dad. Yeah. Oh God, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we get a little phone call with Rod. They joke around a little bit. Um, I like Rod. Rod is great. Again, another 
trope. The funny friend doesn't die. Right. The funny friend is the is savior. The savior. The I know. Savior. How great is yeah, that? Of a white savior. Yeah. yeah. It's contained. It's like we, you know, we we protect one another. Um, and I think that's that's yeah. great. I think yeah. it's yeah. And all the white people fucking kill them. Great. Yeah. Uh, Rod, right from the from the jump here, he's, you know. Don't go to this woman's house. Don't go to white people's house, man. Like, I, I love all the know, sex slave stuff. I think it's so funny. It's good. I think he, like, he's so hung up on it. He's, he's really good. <laughs> but he's fucking right. He is. He's absolutely, absolutely right. Is. But uh, I think that makes it even funnier as well. It just, oh, it's it's great. Yeah. Just um, the way he describes that, like he, like when he's talking about it later. He's got this little monologue in his head. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like you know, like a sex slave and shit. Like he just keeps saying like the same thing over and over. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want to fully commit to that's what he's thinking yeah. of, but it yeah. absolutely. But then is. he just comes out. Yeah. Comes out of it. yeah. <laughs> um. They actually, and we get a bit, you know, more of Rose and Chris here, and like, it's annoying, but like they are pretty cute together. Oh, I, they, oh, I was liking them. They do this have really like good chemistry. Werewolves within. Yeah. I was liking them as well. Yeah, and that's she right. To be an yeah. yeah. I did. Um, I, yeah, I was I was rooting for them. It was actually a, sure. when we obviously get to that, but it was a bit the twist with her was actually I was quite shocked with that actually. I was kind oh, of Oh really? Like, See, okay, well let's let's just talk about it now so we don't forget. But like um I felt it. I felt it coming like a little bit earlier. I think when they're when they're out like and they've had their little walk and they're by the lake and he's like we gotta go i gotta go right i felt it right then i was like oh no she's this yeah this yeah. is gonna be see, bad see for me it was it was like i just felt like i was just always guessing i was mm. always like well i was always i think it was this is what makes it a strong kind of mystery thriller as well right it's just you're constantly like thinking like well, okay, well, I know they're they're doing something with black people. They're abducting them or something. But, like, yeah, yeah. how and why? And why, like, yeah. Yeah, like, what is actually going on? Like, and which ones are involved? Is the blind guy involved? Because he seems all right, right? Right, yeah. Is she involved as right, well? Right, yeah. Is it the mum and dad? Or is it, like, the neighborhood? You know, it was kind right, of, like, I, it was kind of like question and everything, I think. Yeah. To what extent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um... So, on the way to the house here, they uh, they hit a deer. Deer jumps What's out in front of the car. Fucking, but it's like, it's like zooming. It's like, yeah. it's like something threw it. Yeah. Which was making me, that was throwing me off as well. Was that kind of a like, oh, is there something, is there something supernatural? Is there like a mm-hmm. werewolf thing here or something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it didn't, it didn't feel like, oh, it just was on the road. It yeah. It felt like propelled towards the windshield. But, like, that's how it happens. You know, as someone who's hit more than one deer <laughs> in my life, like, that's... They come out of absolutely nowhere, right? And it, and it can seem like, you know, it's just... Boom, it's just appeared and hit. Um, so, uh, takes out the headlight and uh, the mirror a little bit. Um, Chris goes, checks on it, and it's, it's dead in the woods there. Um, they killed they, that animal, though. They killed that one. Yeah, they did that one. That one ate That's it. Sad, but I, um, I like that shot. That like identification between Chris and that deer, and this and just really strong imagery. Like he is sack he is of to meat, hunted. Yeah, yeah like and yeah. he is dead, and 
worthless and his life can be taken away like that you know mm-hmm, like all these mm-hmm. different like significances with his deer i know right? and then when we get to the house that's the the dad is complaining he's like oh we should exterminate too many deer, deer. Oh, God, too right. many deer it's just like i i think the satire of it works really well because it's just not subtle at all it's just like yes this is this is what white people think about you yeah i think that's that's great absolutely absolutely uh we get a good bit here so they call the police and he's like you should like the number you should call is animal control right which made me laugh because i've had that happen once <laughs> as well and it's caught that i called pissed absolutely livid i went out to work one day it was like minus 30 and there was this poor like kitten pawing at our door and it was just me he's like i don't know what to do like smallest cat in the world i was like i can't just like take it with me to work i can't just let it in the house like what am i supposed to do and uh the town that we were in at the time didn't have animal shelter i was just like i don't know what to do so i called not like 911 but i called like the police like but like i mean the cat was would have like very much would have died right it was so cold so cold and so i called the police front desk and a cop shows up he's just like berating me over this I'm like, what do you want me to do, man? Like, I'm not just going to be like, well, sorry, cat. Like, too much par, these these police. Honestly, too much shite. Too much of a par trip going right. on. Right. And he shows just, that here, just right? Need help. Yeah. Just fucking need help. Jesus he Christ. He goes, you know, well, where do you go? And he's like, all right, let me see your ID. And he's like, and, and Chris, of course, is like, yeah, whatever, right here, right? Uh, and Rose is like, well, he wasn't driving, like. You know, she she throws you off, doesn't she? She does. She's she like, plays she's, the role, right? She she plays the role of not a racist, right? Yeah, definitely. She's good. Um, she's she's got Chris's back. She's, she's like, manipulative, no, like, fuck isn't you. She? Like, she's very manip- like very charismatic and manipulative, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she's playing the part of a hunter. You see that later, don't you? With her, the gun and everything, which is great. Yeah. Again, yeah. connections between beginning and end of the film. Yeah, exactly. Almost, almost as if this is a proper film. Almost uh, as a. And, like, how many videos have you seen like this? Horrible videos. I know. Watch one yesterday. There's fucking videos. There's this guy on Instagram that I see, and he, he's a black American guy, and he he does, like, safety courses of, like, what you should do yeah. when the police come. And yeah. then when he gets... I don't know if he gets pulled over on purpose or something. And, like, shows... Films himself and shows, like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm going to do, do this now. You know, mm-hmm. like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... I've and seen this like, exact guy, yeah. You have to have these videos to, like... That's insane, what, man. Saying that they have to be made so that you don't get shot in your own car for basically nothing. For like, literally nothing, yeah. I know. Unbelievable. Um, land, of, land of the free, we call it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolute joke. <laughs> <laughs> So we get to we get to the parents' house here. I love this shot. This is such a great shot. We get this extreme wide shot of this house, right? Just showing the. This is your your meet the parents. Yeah. Your home alones. Yeah. We got our big old. It's a mansion. It's close enough. It's just and he's like a brain surgeon and she's a psychotherapist or psychiatrist or whatever, right? And God, and this is. This is what I messaged you. Like what? Fifteen minutes into this film, every single word from the for the rest of this movie is so uncomfortable. I know, I know. It's, it's, and it, it's, it's, it's written experience. to perfection, and I love it. Yeah, right. It's, it's it's making an uncomfortable experience 
on purpose yes. and it does it really really well like yeah. everything like what he's saying like he's like like it's a privilege to experience another person's culture as he's oh. walking around like oh I got the what is he he's like I got these in Malaysia or something like yeah. that walking around like showing him all this stuff just like everything that he could say wrong I <laughs> right He's even like sense. oh oh you'll you'll love this you'll love this here's how my family relates to jesse owens right yeah. like oh yeah you'll love this and it's like it's it's all this stuff like she like she says she's like oh my, my family's not racist or whatever but it's all these small things that white people don't think about yeah and these are what make you racist right? yeah it's yeah. immediately black person comes in and talking about obama with him like, I, know, I know. I just, I just don't. That's not on. It's like this is desperate, the, this, desperate for like desperate. something to make you look good, right? Calling him like man and like, yeah. hey brother, yeah, like, ugh. I'm so I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil a bit of uh, Secret Invasion. All right, for you. <laughs> I like. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it. I like the. I would watch the fourth episode today. I I thought that was good, but so. I haven't got much further, so I don't know what's going on. But Rhodey is a scroll in in this, right? Oh, okay. And he's being all weird, and then Samuel L. Jackson is doing like saying all these words like brother and everything to Rhodey, mm-hmm. right? But like, but like trying to like phase him, I guess, because Rhodey's not because yeah. the scroll's not actually black and it's just an alien, right? So yeah. he doesn't he doesn't like wouldn't talk like that, and it's actually it's like. Good little Nick Fury moments. That's funny. That's good. good. And he's like talking about this, like, Poppy's whiskey and all that sort of stuff. And like, trying to, trying to like phase him out. (laughs) And it's actually, it's actually pretty good. But that's funny. It's kind of boring. (laughs) (laughs) But that bit was funny. Uh, So we see here, uh, as we get to the house here, we see that uh, Rose's parents have uh, two black staff members at the house, a groundskeeper. Uh, Again, not good. No, not a good sign. Not good it? luck, is it? And they, oh, <laughs> we had it. We had them here to take care of my mom, and oh, we just couldn't bear just to let explain them go. It, and I was just ex- uh, like trying to explain why we have two bucks. Oh, but I hate, I hate the way it looks. I hate the way I hate, it looks. Oh, I hate. It. He's like uh, David Brent in this moment. Is he that is. Like, he's absolutely David Brent. <laughs> so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Uh, so it's Walter and Georgina. Those are the names, right? Walter and Georgina. Uh, yeah, Dean's like, yeah, yeah, it looks bad, looks bad, but, you know, yeah, couldn't couldn't bear to let him go. Um, so this is when he's getting the tour. Oh, I got these in Bali. Here's my Jesse Owens uh, photos. This is our this is our claim to fame. Um, and again, he's like, ah, you know, Hitler up there with his Aryan, you know, bullshit, proved him wrong in front of the world. Ah, oh, just cringe. Cringe, yeah, isn't I don't it? Cringe, <laughs> And then this is where we get this little iced tea scene, which is like where things really start to get like weird, right? So they're still there's. We get uh, we get the mom. This is the first time that she's doing her little spoon tap um, during iced tea time, um, and the, and then that's when she asks. She does the spoon tap, and then she, that's the first time she asks about uh, Chris's parents as well. So right from that point on, any time that she's tapping her little spoon, she's getting to work early. She's isn't beginning. She? She's beginning. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he says that uh, 
That's good. I, did, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Dad wasn't really in the picture, and that mom uh, died from a hit and run when he was 11 years old, and he doesn't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get this weird bit where Georgina's pouring the iced tea, and she kind of, you know, zones out. Mm-hmm. Spill some tea, and then it's a really weird moment where the. What do we think's is going like, on there? Because we know, is it is it the woman inside, or the, the the woman that has been taken over? Do you think she's she trying to break through? I think it's I think it's responding to the tapping of the spoon. Ah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, or maybe it is, or maybe it could be like because uh, she's. Is she aware? A greater of, moment like, of self-awareness of like, she's in the iced tea rule. Give she's a black servant. Yeah, and she, and she doesn't. She's she's a, I don't know. She's trying. She's gaining awareness of like I don't like this. Yeah, or something. And I or I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really. Or is it the? I don't know. Is it was it the granny being annoyed that she had to pour iced tea for a black man? And mm, I'm not sure. I don't know. There's a couple. I don't know. It's unclear, isn't it? But it's interesting. And uh, yeah, really. Why don't you go get some rest? Okay, I think I. I think I will. Right. Like, weird. Ugh. Right. No, it's weird. Isn't and then this is like, oh, we're having our big party tomorrow. Uh, what do you mean the big party? Same day every year. Oh, and of course, we all know at the end here she's that this just, is, she's, she's just putting on a show, isn't she? She's putting on a show. She's doing really well, isn't she? She is. She's a, she's a performance within a performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get fucking crackhead tweaking brother shows up here. Fucking, Holy fucking, hell. Oh, Macaulay Culkin, if I had a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> Seriously. In, honest to God. Seriously. I really thought, I thought it was him, first of all. And I was like, he's this another great performance here. So they're having dinner and he is, he is just like. And then I kind of think he's like starts off all right. Like I was kind of like, oh, he's like, he's being friendly. He's, he's being like, yeah. He's, he's being, like, the normal just... one for, like, three seconds. Yeah, I know. And then it was like, let's just wrestle. And then right. another weird thing is, like, ah, oh, with your bone structure and your genetic so makeup we think or whatever. So he's doing that because he wants, he wants his body. I think so, yeah. Fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I like right, that. Because he, he's, you know, he's got this lacrosse stick, right? He's talking about MMA. Oh, like, you're the, you know, perfect, perfect form for it, right? Like... You know, if you train, no pussyfooting around, he says, right? He's like, you know, you could be amazing. There's a good bit where uh, he says that Alice, or sorry, Rose used to eat her own toenails or something. And then Chris is like, oh, that's disgusting. And then we just move on from it. I didn't even notice that. I didn't hear, uh, didn't the brother that. says that she used to eat her own toenails. Oh. And we, we just move on. And nothing else said about it. I'm like, I know that you are all putting on a show now. So maybe it was just part of the act or something, right? Yeah, with a little friendly yeah. banter. But it, if I was Chris, I'd have been like, "Actually, I'm getting out here now. I'm actually going to leave right now." That's can I, can that, I have the keys, please. <laughs> that is the biggest red flag of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get some bants here. It's really uncomfortable, and then they they split to go to dinner. Um, they like go every the, word just hangs. I know. It? Like every like sentence. and and he's so good at that. That like look that he's given every time. The brother opens his mouth there, he's and, he's and like, Daniel Clue is just sitting yeah. there, like relaxed, super cool about it. But like, nah, man, like this isn't this isn't it, man. Like this isn't on. This isn't on. No, no. This it's this great. whole trip is not on, right? It's a really good performance, isn't it? And it's like really good. Uh, like it goes between 
different extremes, like the extreme close up of the eyes with the you know cry, crying and like absolutely terrified to just really subtle. I'm calm, but I'm I, like I'm. It, it, it's it's like he's kind of. I'm he's, screaming he's so, on the inside. Screaming on the inside, yeah. But he's <laughs> yeah. calm on the outside, and it's like yeah. that's a really like subtle thing to kind of. That's a hard thing to do, yeah. man. Like, yeah. yeah. And some yeah. of these extreme close-ups in this movie, and not just with Chris, but like that. Uh, I'll talk. We'll talk about it in a bit here. Uh, so we get up here. They're getting ready for bed, and Rose is of course complaining about everything, right? Acting, acting, acting like Syrian, 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 Syrian. Syrian with his tattoo. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> his old man arm. Has Complaining about arm. all this racist stuff and yeah. And <laughs> so, Chris is sorry, like, we yeah, should have got a we should have got a tattoo for the end of the video game one. Oh man, <laughs> just a big old poo. Just two of us. <laughs> <laughs> big old banger. <laughs> the the poo um, emoji right on your back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so Chris wakes up in the night. He goes out for a smoke. Uh, and then we get this, we get this, you know, double, double, double billing of weird shite. As Dylan, this is so scary. Uh, I know. And so we've got, we got this Georgina so just in the window staring at herself. Dylan, which like, see, makes see, see the bit where you see, and she's, she, you think that she's looking at Chris or she's looking outside or something. Mm-hmm. And she's actually, she can't see outside. She's looking, she's at her admiring her own self. Her it's so scary. That's like. Like, imagine Def- if it was a different sort of context of, like, Chris is actively trying to hide from them. Yeah. Right? And the killer can't see through the window or something. Yeah. And you're waiting for them to, like, turn off the light or something like that. And this like, moment is terrifying. even scarier, like, in hindsight, I think. Like, it's scary in the moment. But at the end of the film, no, when you know why it. she's just staring at herself and admiring herself. It's just, like, absolute, oh. like, like, uh... Just like totally in love with her own appearance, like I know. total like self admiration of this woman, and then this man, just so scary, full like, tilt sprinting. I was, I was freaking out of that bit, like I it, know. just run from really far away, Forrest Gump in it, like right yes. towards him, oh, yeah. God. and then just choose direction, just veers off. Look at the end of that. I know. So he has his we smoke, and he goes inside, and we puff. Uh, Rose's mom is just right there waiting for him. Come sit down. Come sit down. Oh, I, I sorry, I forgot to mention it earlier. Uh, Rose's dad says that he was a smoker, but one one visit with the mom and boom, he was cured. Never wanted to smoke again. So she, he goes and sits down, and he's like, liar. "Hey, you know, he's a liar." And I know she's Probably like, he's, not, but, he's yeah. like, "Hey, you know, you know, this is my daughter, and you're a smoker, and we don't love that. So let's just have a let's just have a what's chat." What's the what's the smoking thing? Because it's obviously not for smoking, but it, he says that it it does work. What's up with that? What do you mean? He said like this. It's to like they're saying it's to cure him of smoking, mm-hmm. but it's actually not. It's to hypnotize him, right? Right. But he says later. He does say he's, he's cured. He says that I feel sick when I think about having a smoke now. So it actually yeah. does work. So maybe it or could. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because what if it was like you know? Imagine if it was like. She said that I was cured, but I still, I still want to have a cigarette. Yeah, that yeah. would be would that be more like some some. But maybe maybe it's like it does work, and that's like supposed to be like oh that's all it was like nothing else weird throw, going on. Throw them off a bit. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
and God <laughs> devolves here fast, doesn't it? Like we go, we go from like, ah, this is weird. I don't like this to like, what Intense, the hell? Like psychological horror, just like trauma, tra- right? Yeah, traumatic. Yeah. Like, put, like talking about what happened when his mum died and mm-hmm. like, clawing at the chair and like just like sobbing. So I was like sobbing and can't move. For, like frozen in place. Literally, yeah. that that bit. It's like when it goes from like he's obviously just like really distraught to him going like. I can't move. Why can't I move? Right? And then she's like, and now, like, sinking to the floor. And he's like, no, wait, like, (laughs) panic. Pure panic, right? And then he's gone. Boom. He's gone. And then we get this amazing, amazing shot of him being this big on the screen, right? And just sinking into nothing. And this, I'm like, this is... No identity for black people. You know, you can't be yourself. You lose yourself when you're around white people. Yeah. You turn into nothingness. Your identity means nothing because you're black. All that sort of stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, It's and that this is kind of what you're talking about, like the sort of slightly supernatural. Yeah. Element to it, right? She's kind of discovered this ability, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to be able to like take people out of their bodies basically or like yeah. recede into their bodies almost yeah, their, yeah their mind recedes in yeah uh and then he just fucking wakes up wakes up in, in the bed um doesn't think it's a dream though doesn't no think. like right from the start he's like he's, he, he, he's, he's aware he's, something see, see the happened. thing is good because he's te- he's telling rose right? yeah so like it works in two ways because in a normal horror film, whoever experiences something weird would tell would either keep it to themselves because yeah. they don't want to seem like a weirdo, or they would tell someone and they wouldn't believe them, right? Right. But she does. So she's, like, she's like, oh, my mom like, was your mom hypnotized up me. to her nonsense. So it's good that he's not making the mistakes that other horror protagonists make. Mm-hmm. But she's so manipulative that she's like on his side the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Like so, it works for like both protagonists and antagonists. These yeah. like, subverting of tropes, I think. Yeah, really absolutely. Um, so yeah, he just has kind of vague recollections; doesn't remember a lot of what happened. Uh, and then we get all these rich bitches showing up for the party. I'm right? like, this is like this is where the racism. They're not even hiding it. Oh uh, yeah, like, I know. So I'm we'll honest. just you know we're kind of gloss over this a little bit. Yeah, we've got a guy. Oh, I know Tiger Woods. Oh, you know, <laughs> like. Oh, this other woman just like feeling him up, asking him if he's like, he's if, like, I'm very fond of Tiger. And I was like, like, he's yeah, like really like says it a couple of times, like, oh my god, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, you know. And then we have got this other woman touching his arms, asking Rose if black guys are better in bed than white guys, and like just shockingly inappropriate. Shocking and he's just like, like even for like, like even if it wasn't like, like this is just shows like if it, when it's to do with black people. There is no filter, almost. Yeah, yeah. People. It's like, yeah. if it was a white person, you wouldn't even be talking about sex. Never say that. Yeah. You would never say that, would you? Right? So, yeah. But it's almost as if it's like free reign to say whatever you want. Um, yeah, yeah. These, these polite society bastards. I know, I hate it. Oh my god, I hate, I hate all of this. Every single one of them. All these oh. sweaty, gross pieces of shite. Uh, and then we get this bit where he meets uh, the art dealer, 
Uh, you think he's going to be all right? You think he's going to be okay? And I, I do like this actor. Like he's, he's quite funny. Um, he's good. Yeah, he was, he was he's, really good. I've seen him in quite a bit. Little, I enjoyed this little chat with him. Right, because this and, is like the first like person to like appreciate Chris for who human. he is. Right. Yeah. Um, he says that he's, you know, he's, he's an art dealer and he he loves Chris's photos, but he's blind. He goes, you know, my. I, you know, I didn't always, uh, or had my vision before and, you know, loved art. And now my assistant just describes things to me and, you know, loves your photos. They're beautiful and they're melancholic and fantastic stuff. Um, yeah. and that he, he wanted to be a photographer, said he submitted photos to the National Geographic dozens of times and then finally just realized, uh, wasn't a talent that he had. Um, and then that's it. Leave that scene alone, and then we get over here and we see uh, Chris find another black guy at the party. And he's like, "Ah, good, oh, right?" So you missed a bit first, did you? Or is this? Oh no, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. I was uh, gonna say, I was gonna talk about the bit where they unplugged his phone. Yeah, that's just after this a little just bit here. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so he goes and he uh, talks to um, sees him from behind. Doesn't this he? other guy? Yeah, yeah, and. It's fucking... He co- goes up and it's Andre and he's talking to him and he's like, you've never heard a man sound more white <laughs> in their life yeah. than this guy talking, right? And he's just like, again, really unsettling, really uncomfortable. And Chris knows me. He's like, this is this is not, this is not right. He's super stiff, really unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's very like, I don't know, I guess it's like, what, it's like that sort of Othello thing that he at the start of that he's like in venetian society and he's being treated like a white person Mm. right but at the end of the day that doesn't really matter right everybody will still see you as black anyway as a trinket or like something like novel like you're never going to completely assimilate really right you know um and that that kind of like that assimilation is a fallacy i guess is kind of what this is trying to maybe say yeah Um, maybe yeah, it's very unsettling. And of course, you know, he's with a woman here twice his age. You know, this big white woman here. And it's Did we miss the bed, sorry, yeah. actually, where he talks to Walter. Not before the party. Um No, I think that's afterwards. It's after. First he talks to Georgina, which is the next scene here. Oh, sorry, okay. So, so he goes yeah. So he goes he up to the room and his phone's been unplugged. He left it there charging and it's been unplugged. Plugs it in, uh, calls Rod, and then this is the this is when Rod's like, "Hey man, like you know this happens. People, white people take black people, sex turn them into slaves. sex slaves, sex right? Slaves. You got to get out of there. You got to get out of there." Um, he I talks. Love, I love him. There's, he's, there's, he's great. There's nothing he's, he's really good. Um, I feel like he's playing like. A role that maybe Jordan Peele had written for himself. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> because he's quite good at this, you know, really quick talking style of comedy as well. Mm. Uh, also, talk about rebranding yourself, man. Holy, Jordan Peele. See, they don't really. Amazing. I don't really know. I don't know them. They. I would oh, okay. Say they haven't translated across to a different continent. I see. I would I see. say not not as like household names. Right. I would say. So okay. I have not seen anything really with them. I don't oh, okay. Know. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, they're very funny. Very funny together. Um, 
So yeah, sex slaves uh, tells Rose about this. And his phone was unplugged, and and then this is kind of the first time where she's like a little bit put off about it. She's like, "You're being like really paranoid. Like I know it's uncomfortable. Like it's it's weird." And he's like, "Yep, yep, you're right. It's scary that, isn't it? You're right. She d- sure. She doesn't want his phone to be charged. Yeah, it's scary not good. That. Not good. Yeah. Um. So, oh, so on the phone call, Rod told. Chris uh, to take a picture of this other black guy that he saw because he said something feels familiar about him right um, oh, yeah. so then Georgina comes in and fuck this scene I don't know if it's the same for you this scene like terrified me this uh, one of the scariest scenes in the movie we get Georgina coming in talking about unplugging the phone right oh silly me and rather than messing with it further I just left it as it is right and these extreme close-ups, right? Really, really uncomfortable. And he's like, hey, man, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to, like, rat you out. You know, didn't mean yeah. to whatever, right? Um, and then we get kind of her first break where yeah. she doesn't quite understand. And he says, didn't mean to get her into any, get her into any trouble. And then she's like, no, the Armitage family treats us like family. And she's like crying a little bit. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, Doing the stretches. Sorry. It's good. <laughs> oh, you're good. Because I'm on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Sore on the old fuck. Very, very <laughs> uncomfortable here. So I Chris... like Georgina twitching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, then Chris goes out and he's like, oh yeah, Rod wanted me to take a picture of this other guy here. He takes a picture. <laughs> full, full flash, sound on. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> and he's like, and public, oh god. There was a there was one time when I was at the airport. It was really stupid. There was a man who looked exactly like Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, in the cafe. And I was like, like maybe like, I don't know, this much. Like four foot in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> take a photo. Oh no! <laughs> the flash went off on it, and I played it. I played it off. I, I looked at it, and I went, oh, and I like, I thought, I thought, I pretended that it wasn't on the self. Like I pretended I was taking a selfie, but it was the other way. Oh, around good, good, good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Quick thinking. Quick thinking. Not too bad. It's not too yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take pictures of strangers. Got my people. photo. <laughs> and that photo. That photo is uh, hanging in my bathroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? So first of all, in Japan, people really don't they don't like uh, taking photos with people's faces in them. Right. It's hard not to because there's like so many people everywhere. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you know you're gonna get someone. Uh, first of all, there's another thing: the darker side, right, of Japan. That in Japan, they don't allow you to disable the flash or the shutter sound on your phone. Oh, because of taking upskirt photos and stuff on the train. Mm, interesting. Fucked, isn't it? Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah, it is. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, so, good to know. So good to know. Don't come here. So they don't. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't tell you that one. Can't do that. Uh, we're going places. Tokyo Part One. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, so he takes the picture here. The flash goes off, and it affects this guy dramatically, and it allows him to kind of snap back. Uh, nose is bleeding. It's horrible, isn't it? And this is where we get it. This is where we get it. He tells him to get out, right? Grabs him. Get out. Get out. Get out. Right. 
It's really, like, really scary, isn't it? It is really scary, right? And then, oh, it was just a seizure. The flash caused a seizure. You know, he'll oh, be okay. A it, uh, trust him. He's okay. Yeah, I think. I, I think that's the bit. Like later when they're out and they're walking, he's like, she's like, he knows what he's talking about. Like, I trust him. I'm like, ah, uh, that's where I felt it more than like I knew it. I was like, ah, oh, here we go. But anyway, so he goes. This is where we he, talk to Walter. Um, because it must have happened by now. Maybe it did. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, so he goes and he. We'll just say he goes and he talks to Walter. See, he's doing the Nick Fury. He's he's going up like he's trying to be very he, familial. He's yeah. trying to be familial and friendly with them, right? He's yeah. using the sort of like black American dialect. Well, he do, and he does with the other with Andre here as well, right? Yeah. He comes up. He's and like, oh, just, it's good to see another brother here, right? Yeah, and he's like, and they're not responding to it at in the way that all. he wants at all, yeah. right? And th- this guy Walter, this performance of this guy, just, how is, how creepy is this? This is like this is like live and let die, like that fucking. <laughs> The voodoo guy. The voodoo guy, yeah. It's like him. It's terrifying. And he's uh, so like the, po- he's like posh English. Like he accent. is like posh and the big grin and just like, oh, I didn't mean to startle you from my exercise last night. Because oh, it's like I think first of all, like I was thinking that they don't really know what they're doing. Right. Because I was thinking, oh, the, they're hypnotized. Are they hypnotized to just be servants? Right. right. So, so I was thinking... That's kind oh, of what... Gar- the, oh, that's what the film wants you to think. Yeah. yeah. The gardener's running, and he's not aware that he's actually doing it. But right. oh no, he actually knew what he was he doing. Is. He was completely conscious the whole time. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's actually going on then? So he keeps, keeps you guessing. And then this, this bit of dialogue, again, like in hindsight, the way that he's talking about, like, oh that rose she's something special isn't she and it's like that's exactly what like someone's grandpa would say isn't it and he's like, also using the body of one of her ex-lovers as well uh, so like in another way know. that body has had sex with her i know unsettling isn't it weird right yeah like she chose that man for her granda i know right um and yeah it's just it's not. It's not good. This. Film. I know. That's probably like the creep. I think that's one of the creepiest. That's really unsettling. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, they're sitting there. They. Oh, this is. We're gonna go for a walk. We're gonna go for. We're gonna get out of here. And Chris is like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Right. It's and nice here, isn't it? Though this lake, this like it is sitting here. This is very right. nice. And she's like less supportive of this than she has been. And she's like, you're gonna leave by yourself. He's like, it's up to you, you know, it's your call. But, like, I'm not safe here. I'm getting out of here, right? Um, And then we get this amazing scene of them still continuing this discussion and then being like, okay, no, we'll we'll leave together. While at the same time, a silent auction under the guise of a bingo game. (sighs) And his big picture up there. This is like, the the film's not even hiding it now. I know, yeah. Because it's like it's it's a bit of a weird thing to add because usually like you just learn things as the protagonist learns them. Right? Yeah. But then they just put this scene in there. No, like, this is great. This is yeah. The guys is up. Yeah, basically yeah. they're auctioning off the black people to white people. Yeah. And like you know, you don't even like we we don't even really get anything. Like we don't get like a big confrontation with all the family and nope. Chris Dewey. Nope. No, we don't. We just get, like, straight cut. They're bidding on him. Yeah. And I think that that's 
What do you think that is? Why are we doing that? I, well, I'm just not to show sure. that like there's no pretense, is there really? Like we might it's as well like, just come out and say it. Right. And like while he's while Chris is aware of the things that are happening to yeah. him that he can perceive, yeah. it's like we're not gonna waste time and they don't really waste a lot of time no. with subterfuge here. They get right no. to the hypnosis. It's almost we get like a day of preamble and then we're yeah. in. Right. Like even the audience is not in on it against Chris yeah. or something. Yeah, well. yeah, Chris yeah. Is, Chris is completely alone now. Yeah, like, totally. He doesn't even have this performance going on. Mm-hmm. You know, because in a in a different horror film, this w- Chris would learn about this when he's in the chair watching the TV. Right. Like, the, and the audience would learn about that the first time at, as well. At the same time, yeah. Yeah, but they're shown and as a we we only get really the finer everything. details of it. We can kind of assume here. We've seen Georgina. We've seen Walter as you know the the helpers at the house here. So we we can kind of assume that they are bidding to have him brainwashed and then work as a servant or are work we, in some capacity. Yeah, or just a trinket, something just something. In, right? Yeah. So are we assuming that? Normally they're not, they're not, they're just, they're just doing being servants because Chris is here. Um, so maybe is it, it kind of like play, them a bit? they're playing a role a little bit more? Yeah, is it kind of like are they? I, I don't know. Are they being? Are they being a bit cheeky? Are they being like maybe they're oh, having hey, fun with it? Hey Chris, we're not racist, but here's our black servants. Yeah, kind of like I feel like they are kind of like tormenting them a little. Maybe bit with yeah, these people maybe yeah. A little psychological torture to kick things yeah, off. Why not? Yeah. yeah. No, and I actually I think this might be, this might actually be the scariest bit in the film. So it comes inside, goes up the stairs, and all of the people stop talking downstairs and they're all looking up and they're all listening to what he's doing up there. So quiet. And he's just going to check Spot. his phone and it's dead. <sighs> what is going on there? I know, unbelievable. That's awful. That bit. So because then at that point it's like they're all just there for him. Yeah, hundred percent. Every single they don't person. Even wanna, they don't even want to make small talk with each other anymore. No, they're just like we're there for this man. Yeah. And then who wins? Uh, we get our Jim, Walt, uh, the art dealer here. He wins. He wins the auction, right? He does. Um. So they're back. They're back at the house. Rose and Chris. They're packing. Um, yeah, we gotta get out of here. And then he sees this door open. He goes in. He finds this little box filled with all these photos of all these black <sighs> men. Awful, awful. Not, not just the men, <laughs> but the women. The too. women too. All these people that Rose has manipulated and brought to the family. And this is like the final thing I think where he's just like. And there's so many. See, it's like the thing, they left that door open. Yeah. With all these photos, easily to see. It's almost yeah. as if they were like, Dare and Chris, like, go mm-hmm. on, check it. And I love this. I love this because you expect someone to be just like right behind him, which doesn't happen, right? He puts the thing back, he closes the door, and then Rose comes into the room. And he's like, oh, I was looking for my camera, right? And, he, and then you see, again, another great performance of like acting with his eyes acting with his face right where his body is so stiff and he's like you have been lying to me this whole time but she's really good here too right she's like i just need to find the keys dig into the bag for the keys dig into the bag for the keys right they go downstairs and she's getting a bit more frantic and you're like oh maybe she is like 
you know, he's it's escalating really quick, right? He's yeah. brother's got the lacrosse stick, dad's just doing his fucking dumb staring at the fireplace. Oh, what's your purpose? Yeah. Mum's yeah. there in the corner. And it's yeah. just ramping it's, up so fast. And this te- like the tension of really, this scene. Yeah, the tension you really do feel like he's very alone, right? And it's scary. Absolutely. This is, Absolutely. This is obviously this is the experience of black men and women. Right? And quite and, and quite literally surrounded as well. Literally surrounded. And it's yeah. it is it's terrifying. Yeah, it's a terrifying it is. idea it is. to be completely isolated. To feel like you at least had some safety mm-hmm. with uh, with Rose. It's almost it's almost a relief when he like starts shouting at Rose, like, get the keys. Right? Yeah. It's almost like, okay, like fine like <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's finally breaking out. He's 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 making it happen here. And then, of course, she pulls out the keys. She's like, they're right here. Big yeah. grin on her face. She's, you know, that's it. It's over, right? And then, again, they don't waste any time. Boom, boom, boom. Click the spoon. You're out. She dings him. Yep. He's out. Time up, taken downstairs. All right, here we go. We get him sinking again. Another, again. I, this shot, amazing. I hope there's more of this sort of visual style in in the rest of the films mm-hmm. um and i've heard that nope is more similar to this one and us is more of just like a proper cut and dry horror film so I've heard, we'll see I, I think i might have got nope spoiled for me i haven't uh, which is good yeah. um I, not 100%, but mm. enough of a key word for me to not be thinking about that word as I'm watching it. I and see. Kind of, I think I'm maybe part of a twist. It was a bit annoying as well. It was like on one of the RKG podcasts. And they were... T- so, a couple of weeks before that, they were talking about their favorite trailers. And they mm-hmm. talked about us as one of Gav's good favorite trailer. trailers. Very good trailer. Like, I've not seen it. I don't know what it, I don't know anything about it. Right? Mm. But they didn't, they didn't spoil didn't any, say anything. They talked about else. the whole trailer. They didn't say anything. And then there was just one reference... It, what, they didn't even say the name of the film at first. They said something, uh, and then they said the name of the film afterwards. They said nope. They were like, "Oh, well, you've seen you've seen nope or whatever." And I was like, "You just weren't even like, you weren't even talking about that. You just brought that." That's wasn't a even random, a warning. That's just annoying. A random reference. So maybe maybe it isn't a spoiler, but I kind of think that it might be. Mm, I've heard okay. that. I heard that the other two aren't as good, but I don't. I don't know. Not sure. I think this is definitely the best one. Yeah. Whatever. I, 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 I don't know anything about us, apart from that there's scissors on the poster and an eye, and I would imagine it's maybe something to do with dolls. It's kind of what I'm uh, Well, uh, we'll let, I, will, I don't know much, but I won't say. I don't know either. Uh, just go in, just go in. All I'm it. guessing is yeah. because of the poster. Yeah. And it makes me feel like, are they, if we're thinking about race, are they turning the black people, I don't know. So meanwhile, here we have Rod, and he keeps trying to call Chris, but it's going straight to voicemail. Um, oh, I, I did forget that he... So Chris had sent the picture of Andre to Rod, and Rod's like, that's on... Like, we know, we literally know this guy. We went to school with him, or like, whatever the case is. He used to date whoever. That's him. Again, another sense of community, right? Yeah. Where yeah. they're like, you know... If you can't trust the white people outside, you need to have a strong community. And he knows we used to hang about with him, right? Yeah. I, I know that guy, right? Yeah. And they have safety when they're together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when he's been abducted, right? 
Uh, so Rod goes to the police. Uh, he tells this police officer that Chris has been abducted to be made a sex slave, just like Andre. Uh, and then she, oh, this, this pissed me off, right? She's like takes him really seriously when he gets finished the story. And she brings in two more officers. He does the whole story again, does the whole thing, sex slaves and shit, right? And then they just <laughs> laugh at him. Nonsense. Okay. Show in the even though there's a black police officer. That, and that's tr- the thing. That's the thing, right? Exactly. Very great. Very great bit here. So Chris wakes up. He's strapped to the chair. We've got the TV in this little room. And then we... Long story short, set this, right? isn't it? This it's is a great set. set. It's a good, yeah, it's, it's a very cozy piece. room. You could have like a little ping pong table in here and have feel, a good time. It feels like horror, doesn't it? It does. It feels like... It's, too, it's the old-fashioned It's TV. too perfect. Yeah, it's old. It's... Yeah. Very symmetrical, just yeah. like yeah. very blank as well. Yes. Just like here's the carpet and the walls and the chair and the TV and that's it. Yeah. So we get a couple moments here of him getting fucking like initiation videos. I love this in, right. in horror films when you get the explanation of what's going on, yeah. like what's going on, and it, if, it, when it's good, it's, when it it's works, really it's great. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So we find out here that. Well, first we just find out that it's a program run by old old Harlan Sanders or whatever his old name white is. White fucker McFucker. <laughs> Seriously, right? And then we've got dad. We've got kids in the. You know, here we go. This is the coagula or whatever he calls it. Right here we are, and it's going to change the world. You know, this is our gift. Our gift to you, right? Um, it's calling for you. <laughs> So we get we get and learn about that, and then uh, the, we see him that his fingers have kind of scrapped or scraped at the the padding of the chair here. But every time we get the video, we get a spoon clinking, and he's out again, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and then so right, just uh, just to be clear, right? What's happening is we're we're getting these people right. We're taking a part of the brain of the person that wants to go inside, right? And we're putting it in them. We're and taking. We're taking over the body. We're taking a white brain and putting a piece putting of it into the black brain into a black body. Well, I, no, we're not. We're taking not the whole brain. I think a was, little piece of the white brain. Maybe that's all. In I the black person's brain. Sure, that may be what it was. But anyway, because, part because part Walter of the, and Georgina couldn't come back. Like right, they said Andre like, couldn't come back if his brain wasn't there. Something had to still remain connected to the central nervous system that right. allowed them to be them. But and then we, yeah, we find out this a little bit later when he learns that it's Jim that's that's going to be taking so over they're, Chris's body. They're putting, a, they're putting a piece of a white person's brain into a black person's body, yeah. right? Because they want some traits because they've fetishized them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, but not Jim Scott. No, no, no. Jim, don't, no. don't, don't lump he me in with care. those people. Right? I'm not one of them. I just want your talent in photography. I just want your eye, your eye and your eyes. The critique with him is that he's one of these ones, color doesn't matter, right? Oh, I don't but even clear, see race. I don't even see Clearly, it. Clearly it does matter. Yeah. Because you guys are making sex slaves and shit over here. Yeah. So it does, it does actually matter, yeah. Jim, right? Uh, so he's... I, I like that, like, the different little critiques about different... Like I, I think that the main thing is different kind of like, kinds of racism. Yeah, different kinds of racism. Like you've got yeah. the black police officer over here, you've got the white police officer over here, you've got but a lot of it is just like it that that you know, age old thing. It's like it's not your your MAGA 
people. Yeah. Are the ones you worry about. It's your middle to upper class white liberal people. Yeah. That make or break. Yeah. How black people are treated. Totally. Right? Totally. And they are the ones that could be allies with this, but more often than not, they aren't. Um, so he's one of those fucks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Chris learns that he will essentially just be a passenger in his own body while uh, Jim is the the driving force behind everything. Um, Spoon. Creep, creepy that, isn't it? He's like, out. Little, yeah. little shot on the screen. His little face there. Mm-hmm. How, what's mm-hmm. that hooked up to? Also, there's a really... there's a, oh, there's. I don't know if you caught this, a, a really great bit of writing here, right? Where Jim's trying to be all, I'm I'm different from the rest of them, right? Like, we're going to be a good team. Like, you know, we're going to be creative force, right? And then Chris starts to get, like, quite upset, like, start to freak out. And then Jim just goes, yeah, I'm done. Like, so soulless, so compassionless about what he's about to do. Another thing. I was thinking about, are we, do you think with Georgina, like, I think that Walter seems to be more put together, right? Yes. With the Granda. Yes. So we, here's, we find out that the, don't we, the, the granny was put into Georgina. Or yeah, gra- just, just as, as he's making his escape, we find out. Okay. And then the Granda is going into Walter. Yeah. Walter seems to be more put together, whereas yeah. Georgina is having a little bit more, I don't know, doesn't really seem to be working. Like, she's like, lot of facial twitches like she doesn't mm-hmm. really like i don't know just a bit weird what do we think is it not, is it not working properly so, as well with her i wonder if it's one of two things either maybe she was an early surgery and the dad hadn't quite perfected it yet. that's kind of what i'm thinking about with or the other way around it was a recent one i'm kind of thinking it's maybe both of those ideas like maybe for both of those two those are earlier ones because we see andre like yeah. he's like He's very, like... He's definitely the most recent one. Yeah, he's very eloquent in the way he's speaking. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe the mom died first or something. It was early. Early days. Yeah. yeah. yeah left be, meth, left more of the original person in there. Could be, yeah. Yeah, could something be. like that. Uh, so, Jeremy. Oh, we see, we see uh, the dad here cutting open Jim's head, getting ready to do surgery, and Jeremy goes in to get Chris, right? Ah, here we go. This doesn't quite work because Chris's hands have been tied to the chair the whole time. But I guess his head hasn't, like, so he could lean down, right? So what he's, uh, Chris has clawed away at the armrest of the chair and he's got some of the the foam out and he's put in his ears. Mm, So he's not not hearing the the clinking of the spoon anymore. Fucking takes those out a bit too early. He does. I had that thought too. So I was like, keep those in. <laughs> keep, keep them until you're away. Like, don't be, don't yeah, be taking those out. I know. Uh, <laughs> so he's he's acting like he's asleep here. Jeremy comes in to uh, to take him to surgery. And he grabs a little bocce ball and just beats the piss out of him. Right? Fucking he bloody there's, there will be bloods him. Like, he does. Leaves him bleeding out on the floor. Right. That. Good. I, and, and then at this part, we can all agree that violent racist death is good. It is. Right? Nothing when feels can, better than this, right? When, we're murdering the, when, we're, when you're murdering Nazis, right? It's all good. Yeah. All fun. I Fair love this. Good. And he grabs the, <laughs> the stag off of the off of the wall and just comes up and runs the dad through with it. Just yeah. no and hesitation, then, no nothing. He knows what's up, and he just taking that image of the. 
the deer from taking the dead deer back. Helpless, yeah, using it against them. Using it. And also the thing that he wanted to eradicate because he thought they were pests. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So, it's almost as if there's like subtext and like metaphors. Like I know, amazing, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. so he's dead bleeding out on the floor as well. He knocks a little candle over, lights some <laughs> stuff really up. Dead. He's really, super like, dead. And then like ten times. Jim is obviously going to die as well because his brain's just sitting out there in the open air. Uh, he goes Flies up. Coming in on it. Yeah, <laughs> Chris goes upstairs. He's all he's all bloodied. Um, Again, really calm. Just very calm. Yeah. Uh, he goes upstairs, then he sees the mom. Uh, they look at the table, see the little teacup. They run over, he smashes it. And then uh, she, like, stabs him with the hand of, like, an ice pick or something. And he's, like, pushing then, against it. Like, uh, he takes it through the eye, off screen. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. And then uh, the brother comes back up. Not Deet. Fighting Not him, Deet. yeah. Using his little MMA, right? But Chris, superior bone structure, isn't he? <laughs> he wins in the end, and uh, oh, just curb stomps him. Good, just yeah. fucking beats yeah. him to death. Brian's coming out. Yeah. Seriously, again, off screen. I like that we get enough. You know, we get some yeah. of the gore, but we get you know, yeah. leave the nastier stuff off screen. We don't need all yeah. that. Uh, so he he gets out. He gets in the car. We see a little bit here. Of Rose just having a little Fruit Loops. <laughs> you know everything's fine. Really um, liked uh, Jordan Peele talked about this, um, and I think that they decided like it's like the milk they're having the milk or whatever. Like the milk was key in this scene because there's nothing more. He was like, there's something just really unsettling about that milk. Just sitting there. <laughs> okay, just like, interesting. <laughs> Milk. When you think about what milk is, yeah, it's also just white as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I think it's all that there's a lot of like talk about. Oh, she's actually a victim of like the cult of these people. I'm like, where are that's you what she from? wants you to think. Where are you getting that from? Yeah, she's definitely like. And then the actress was like, yeah, she's just evil. She's actually just pure evil. That's what like, she's trying no... to do at the end, as he's choking her out here. She's trying to like. Yeah, it's me, like, it's me, help. She's yeah. she's literally, like, just sitting there. Like, her boyfriend is getting brain surgery, yeah. right? Because of what she's done to him. Well, obviously not actual boyfriend. And dozens like, of other people. She's sitting with her fucking headphones on, listening to, like, pop music with yeah. cereal and milk, with all of, like, the trophies of her, her boyfriend. Literal trophies. Yeah. Behind her. I know. Like, are you joking? I know. You think she's fine? Unbelievable. Uh, so he gets the brother's car and he's on his way, but then he hits Georgina on the way out, and then we get a moment here where he's like, you know, he's oh, not going to leave this woman yeah. to die that he's just hit. So he checks her in the front seat. Mistake, because that's Grandma, and that's when she, that's when we find out. That's oh, when yeah. Rose goes, Grandma, right? And then she, that's Grammy, Grammy, Grammy wakes up and she is pissed. She's pissed yeah. that her house is on fire dead bodies all over it she attacks him and they crash the car and then as we get this is the first time we actually see her wig has come off we see her playing with her hair before right and kind of like adjusting a little bit but now and then we see the big scar along the top of the head here right um and he gets up he gets out of the car rose is there with a shotgun right she's blasting at him 
And then here comes old Walty. Fat Walter. Fat Walter coming down. <laughs> Get him, Grandpa. Which is, which is which such is, a funny line. Yeah. But, like, at which this is, point, uh, you're like, this is not funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not funny. Uh, I know. Um, so, also, while this has been happening, hasn't Rod been kind of, like, doing more investigating about, like... Uh, oh, we, we get we get a bit where he calls his phone and Call, Rose answers. Calls her and then she's yeah. like, "He's recording it, isn't he?" He yeah, he's gonna like start recording it. So she's acting like all concerned to start with, and then he goes, oh, "I'll be right back." And then she totally flips the table on him and says, "Like, oh, you've been wanting to sleep with me, like all the stuff." And he just hangs up. He's like, "Nah, man, nah." This is... and then that's the last time we see him until the end here. I'll be out yeah. in like ten minutes. Okay, me. So then, Can't. Fat Walter, which is a reference to the Tower of Terror. Our Disneyland, original. <laughs> uh, Disneyland rides universe or whatever. Yeah. Like. So he uh, runs over, takes him out, uh, runs him down, right? And he's, uh, what's he doing here? Is he just sitting on him? What's he doing? Is he beating him? I can't remember. Um, can't remember. Uh, but he pulls, he pulls out the flash phone. On. Flash, right? Snaps back, and uh, he turns around. Rose has the shotgun. He's like, "I'll oh, let me do it." And again, I love this too because it doesn't make you think like, "Oh, he's actually no." Grab shotgun, boom, blaster in the stomach. Right? Again, I love that we're not wasting time with. Oh, is this gonna? No, like we're we're keeping the good tropes and throwing away the shite ones, See, right? Because it it feels like with him when he gets when he's out of the trance, right? He's very focused. On he's like, very deliberate. Like he that's, knows. That's like he's been he's been done. waiting, hasn't he? He's been sitting there. He's like, this is my time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like with Andre, that was maybe like the first time that he had had like a moment of lucidity since more recent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're so, kind of at different stages, aren't they? A little, yeah. A little bit, yeah. So he takes the shotgun, blasts Rose in the stomach, and then you love it, right? Takes it, takes himself out, and you're like, yes, man, like. Your only like opportunity to have any agency, any moment to choose for yourself, and you do it. Love it. Kind of get Absolutely. the feeling that it's a little bit like we we see this in a minute, don't we? Is he? Is there an element of I've killed this rich white woman? What am I going to do if I'm alive? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Might as well take it into my own hands, take create my own destiny rather yeah. than yeah. risk getting killed by a police officer or yeah. getting sent to jail or something yeah. like that as well. Yeah, it's like, again, it's like, yeah, it's his only chance to make a decision for himself. He's been riding yeah. back seat this whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he, in his last moment, gets to be himself, gets to be free and make his own decision. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah, it's good. Rose is not quite dead here. Uh, she goes for the gun, but Chris is much more... Uh, with it than she is and he gets on just starts strangling her which I don't don't love a strangulation no <laughs> don't love it's very, it's very like prolonged as well isn't it and then she goes from like oh I'm a victim like help me to like she's kind of like loving it she's like ah I've been part of this right she's like yeah. har harder daddy I don't I don't know why I, I don't want to say that. Cut that out. Cut that out. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it at all. I wasn't thinking about it anyway. Oh, lot of oh dear. What time are we at? 119. Okay. Um 
<laughs> anyway, so no, and she's guess what? She's not good. She's not a victim. She's been she's been bad the whole time. Uh and then uh but he doesn't kill her. Um cop car pulls up and he's like, Man, are you serious? Right now. Cop car pulls up. Not a cop. Not a cop, is it? No, it's Rod and his TSA airport security vehicle. So originally, uh, it was originally supposed to be that that actually was that was going to be the police. There were like a, quite a lot of endings that they had written. Oh, okay. So that was actually going to be the police, and it was actually just going to be like, yep, he gets arrested for murdering all these people, and mm, that's mm. that's the way it ends, which is probably like the reality of it. Yeah. And that's what you know that, that was what they were. They wanted to get across, but then they just decided, oh, we'll make a little bit of a happier ending. I like we the do happy have, ending. We yeah. have the anonymous moment of the police car coming up, and they put that in because they were like, well, the audience still gets to experience mm. that feeling of dread, like, oh, Good. God, like Good. he's he's done for. So yeah. we, have, we kind of got to get both. But I will say that in real life, that would have been the police, and yeah. they probably would have just fucking killed him, wouldn't they? Yeah. Here's our, here's our, yeah, our yeah. movie moment is, it's our friend, Rod. He, I told you not to go into that house. I told you not to go into the house. Oh, Dallin. I See, when he gets into the car, and Chris is sitting there, like, slumped over, just like, yeah. doesn't know what to say. And not saying all, anything. Just, Rod is fucking bursting. I know. Dude, and I told like... him so, and I think it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, really I good. absolutely loved it. I just thought it was just great. Just both of their reactions, just... So funny. And then they drive away. Get out. The end. That's it. it. What do you think happens after that? Do you think we can explain uh, what was going on and they get away with it? No. There's no way. No. (laughs) Go into hiding. Go into hiding. Yeah. You get some. Get. get, Fast tracks him through the TSA and get some. some Yeah, exactly. Send him through the back door. Yeah. Send him to. Tahiti or something. Yeah, exactly. Because, exactly. like, like, I suppose you do have... You have the surgery, don't you? You do have the, That's the evidence. Right now. Yeah. You have Andre, right? Yeah. Do flash on him. Right? Yeah, yeah, I That's was true. kidnapped. You do have the video. But then probably all these gross white people have... It's all all these protocol. Oh, if this happens. It's oh, white. It's down. white clean in, in an instant. House is burning down, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No evidence. Yeah. And that's it. Let's get out. That's it. Very so, good. are we going to retroactively rank the ones that we've seen? We had Coraline as number one, and Night Before okay. Christmas as number two. Okay. Put this number one. Absolutely number one. Okay. Good. Very very good. Good list so far. <laughs> A great list of films. Yeah. Beggars. <laughs> sort of. All horror, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So the next film. Yes. It's going to be Us. Good. Let's do Us. And then after Us, let's have a wee break and go do James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> That'll be good. Uh, yes, Us is next. Uh, by all accounts, the scariest of uh, his films. Um, and like I said, before, Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Uh, my sister has, is a big fan of him. Uh, has seen them all, and she said that her her favorite is Nope, the best is Get Out, and the scariest is Us. Okay. So, there I've you heard, go. Okay. I've heard that Nope is the worst one, so... 
Uh, I've heard that as well, but she just, yeah. <laughs> she just, whatever, whatever's on offer, she clicked with it. So <laughs> that's good. You know, that's good. Whatever. it kind of, it kind of, for me, like I've never seen them and not really knowing anything about them. I've seen the trailers for Nope, right? It kind of felt, a, did it feel a little bit like Cornetto trilogy ish? Yes. Yes. Like the first, the first one was really, really good. Yeah. The second one, some people think is better, but is a little bit more maybe divisive. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think. I think Hot Fuzz is I think Hot Fuzz is a much better film. Uh, yeah. And then the third one, nobody likes that one. Jump Shark a little bit, yeah. I fucking... <laughs> the, the World's End, I think, is... One and done, I, baby. <laughs> I think... I think the problem with that one was that they kind of turned... They dialed Simon Pegg's character too far towards yes. asshole. Yes. And I didn't enjoy that as a yeah. protagonist then. Yeah. I thought he was just a little dickhead. Yeah, I, I didn't... You know, there, there was nothing really redeemable about him. So it was kind of... And then it, I, I don't know... Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin yeah. Martin. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, there we go. That's going to be it uh, for this week. Thank you so much for joining us and listening. Uh, being along for the ride. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, Get Out on Twitter at FGS underscore podcast, or you can send us a message right here on Spotify. If you enjoyed your time with us, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Rank it if you want to. Uh, it always helps. Goes a, goes a long, long way. And until next time, see ya. Mm-hmm.